listening to the Modern Horrors Podcast Network. Today's episode of Final Girls Horror Cast is brought to you by Tyler S., Tommy B., Black Cat, Monica, and Mikey H. And thanks for joining us on the 213th episode of Final Girls Horrorcast, the show where we discuss some of the horror, thriller, and sci-fi movies currently available on your favorite streaming sites. I'm Amy. And I'm Carly. Today we are recording a live episode for our Patreon subscribers. So welcome, Patreon subscribers. They are silent and in a chat room, but we will <laughs> randomly be <laughs> interacting with them throughout the episode. If you're ever, we do this from time to time. So if you're interested in joining us sometime, go on over to patreon.com, find us, Final Girls Horrorcast on there, and you could be part of the fun in the future. Join us. <laughs> uh, today, The Wheel of Terrors has selected two new films for us to discuss. So we'll be discussing Misery and Bram Stoker's Dracula. As a reminder, we do tend to spoil movies, so continue at your own risk. Both of today's films are up on HBO Max, so make sure to check those out before continuing if you are a spoiler-sensitive listener. Thank you, Carly. You're welcome. But before we jump into today's films, let's get started with the segment that we like to call... Trailer Trash Talk. Today's trailer is The Conjuring, The Devil Made Me Do It, with a June 4th release date. It's directed by Michael Chavez, who previously directed The Curse of La Llorona, and Billie Eilish's Bury a Friend music video, in case you're a Billie Eilish f- fan, Carly. Thank you. <laughs> what do you mean, thank you? I don't know. I was asking. Appreciate it. It was like my roundabout way of asking if you like Billie Eilish, and you said oh. thank you. Thank you. It's <laughs> <laughs> my final answer. Okay, going with it. Uh, <laughs> it's written by David Leslie Johnson, McGoldrick, and James Wan. The... TMDB summary, because there isn't an IMDB summary for some reason, is paranormal investigators Ed and Lorraine Warren encounter what would become one of the most sensational cases from their files. The fight for the soul of a young boy takes them beyond anything they'd seen before to mark the first time in U.S. history that a murder suspect would claim demonic possession as a defense. Wow. (sighs) That was a lot of talking. That was a lot. I don't think... I don't know if I said that wrong or if the grammar is wrong or both. But yeah, no. Um, <laughs> Did I break your first, brain? <laughs> it was the first one that you okay. said. <laughs> My brain's already broken. It's been a long week already. It's only Tuesday. The first one that I said is that I messed it up. Oh, no. I thought it was the second I don't one. Know, maybe. I don't know. I don't remember. The grammar part. Okay. <laughs> that one <laughs> is what I choose. So, Sheesh. I'd seen a couple teaser trailers this week for this, and then now uh, this was my first time watching the full-length trailer. And what did you think? Um, Peanut Gallery, I posted the trailer link up uh, up earlier, if you want to go ahead and check that out, and post uh, in the chat feature what you think about it. But I, I'm not sure about this one, Carly. It made me think of so many other movies while I was watching the trailer. Mm-hmm. The beginning kind of reminded me of um, a movie that I don't remember. 
Uh, the one. Oh my gosh, the home invasion one. The strangers. That one, like when they're walking outside. Interesting. Um, but then I also was like, oh, are they doing Amityville? Because like the guy was walking with blood all over him, and then I don't know. I'm intrigued. I'll see it. Um, I love Vera Farmiga and Patrick Wilson. Um, I'll probably watch anything that they ever do, especially together. I think they're just darling. Um, and I like Julia, Julian Hillard. Is that the little boy's name? I don't know. Why are you asking me if I know actors' names? <laughs> you know I don't. Especially child that actors. Guy. That's not a thing he was, that I know. He's adorable. It's fine, but like... <laughs> When do I ever know the answer to that? Eh? Are we just meeting for the first time? <laughs> nice to see you. <laughs> nice to meet you. I don't know actors. Um, But yeah, this one kind of seems just like all over the place. I just don't want to see it. Yeah. I will. I will. I like the... F- <laughs> so I think I told you fairly recently that I started watching... Or rewatching the first Conjuring movie again. And I was mm-hmm. like, oh, I don't like this anymore. <laughs> you did tell me that. Yeah. And I was like, what? Tell me more. Um, I really don't like this like saintly portrayal of Ed and Lorraine. It's so over the top and cheesy. The dialogue yeah. in that film is so cheesy. Like the family's great. And like the scares are great. But like the actual story, you guys, it's not it's not that good. Like rewatch it and like really think about like <laughs> some of this dialogue is st- and the second one is even worse with the dialogue. Mm-hmm. This one between looks, the two of them. This part with the cliff at the end, thank you, Todd, is also saying that he li- oh sorry. Todd's saying that he likes the cliff part. <laughs> My bad. I thought the cliff part was um overreaching. It is so over the top cheese. It is very cheesy. I can't. I don't want. What are we doing here? Is this a horror movie? Um, I think that there's a lot of parts to the Conjuring movies that are good horror wise. And I like, I think you're right. I think a lot of times when, when the Warren part comes in, it is kind of weirdly glorified. And that might be something to do with how, like how they got the rights to like all of their stories or whatever. Mm-hmm. But um, I tend to like the parts that are based around the families that are having issues. Yeah, like the family parts are good. But like think yeah. of a second movie where like Ed comes in and plays the guitar and sings to the family. And I'm like, why? Why? <laughs> I must have blocked it out because I, I don't remember <laughs> so, that part at all. <laughs> no, guys, no. No. I want... The scares are great, but like, what what are we doing? What are we doing with Ed and Lorraine? What are we doing with them? <laughs> now you have me curious to do a rewatch. Should we do a rewatch of the Conjuring movies? And like, did we ever do the Conjuring movies? We must. We have. had to have. We have. I'm pretty sure. I don't know that if we, we did ever did together. the second one. I think we did them together. Really? But I also mm. have no recollection of half of the movies that we've done. Let me go so. on FinalGirlsHorror.com and look up that um, fact. But that might be, like, a fun Patreon watch-along. It would very much be, I think. If we rewatch them together. Yeah, you might be right there. <laughs> Ryan says, no, Amy, that is the best part. More Patrick Wilson as Elvis. 
<laughs> oh, we did do them together. Way to go, Carly. Episode 39, though. Holy shit, that was a long time ago. How did I remember that? Oh, no. But kudos <laughs> to you for remembering it. So proud of you. This brain over here. Oh, my God. Vera was perfect as Norma Bates. I love, uh, don't get me, I love Patrick Wilson. I love Vera. I just think these characters are stupid. Like, I think. And it's not their fault. It's no, definitely no, 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 the right. No. I don't think their performances are necessarily yeah. bad. I think they're doing just as fine as they could with the dialogue that they're being presented with. But the dialogue's uh, fucking cheesy as shit. It is, 100%. Why are we accepting of cheesy dialogue in horror movies? Especially ones that are supposed to be, like, higher caliber, like these. I was like, I'm absolutely accepting of cheesy dialogue in horror movies. If that's the, if that's the type of movie you're making, but that's not what this yeah. is. I get you. Saving her from falling off a cliff because a hand comes up and grabs her. And then, like, a man actually died. And this is the yeah. movie they're presenting with it. Like... The ghost movies I can kind of deal because no one actually dies in those, right? I don't think anyone actually dies. God, I might be wrong, but I'm pretty sure no one actually dies in those movies. I don't remember, to be honest. No, I think it's but just they're, like ghost, they're based off of ghost stories ghost that I don't think jump anybody scares. died. Yeah, this yeah. is like a legit murder occurred. This man went to jail for a very short period of time considering the fact that he murdered somebody because uh, yeah. he's claiming that the devil made him do it. Right. Is that different than Son of Sam? Are we romanticizing this as a ghost story? Like, I don't really understand what we're doing here. We're romanticizing Ed and Lorraine Warren. Way too you know much. Who would, you know who would have a lot to say Justin on this Justin Lore would have Justin a lot to say Lore. on this. Justin <laughs> much to say but he'll never know that we spoke about it because it's in a trailer trash talk. it's true he hates our trailer trash <laughs> he'll never know happy birthday justin by <sighs> the way um uh todd says that he likes the hand coming up and drag me to hell and he likes the hand gimmick listen the hand coming up and drag me to hell fantastic absolutely fantastic. the hand coming up in almost every zombie movie perfect let's do it the hand coming up in a supposedly true story. No. No. What are we doing here? Sorry. Done work for me. It's not the same. Drag Me to Hell is campy and fun and gruesome. This is supposed to be based on truth? If you're the dude's, fa if you're the dude's family who died. This happened in the 80s. Okay. It's not like it happened a long, long time ago. Right. Like, they're still around. I'm sure of it. There's people still alive that love this person, in all likelihood. And then this is the fucking movie that's being made about the killer and how they didn't even actually kill. Like, I'm sorry. This is a sensitive thing. And we're making it a, a funny, silly ghost story with hands coming up off of cliffs to drag people off. Like, I don't know. Can we call this a universe? I'm seeing a lot of the universe terminology coming up on our chat. Can we call this a universe, like a DC universe or Marvel universe or whatever? Yes, we can. But the only I don't know if it's necessary. But the difference here is that we have a mixture of factual events, supposed factual events, and then completely made up bullshit. So I think we need to pay a little bit more respect to some of these things. 
Just Black Cat says, truth and the Warrens, not a thing. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> the Waniverse, Ryan says. <laughs> the Waniverse. <laughs> so, I mean, I'll watch this, of course, for the show. I'm not looking forward to it. I'm curious. Yeah. I don't think this is going to be good. Say. I mean, I, I like that James Wan is that involved in it, but this trailer is doing zero things for me. The trailer's all over the place. It's not a good trailer. Yeah. I concur. All right. Officially a trash talk. <sighs> this was a trash talk for me. Sorry. I went yeah. off a little bit. As I, I sometimes it. do. Okay. I loved it. Okay. Are, we, Are you ready? I am ready. You want to start? I'm ready. Oh, my God. Okay. I'm excited. Let's do it. All right, guys. We are starting this episode off with Misery from 1990. I'm very excited to say that this was directed by the one, the only, Rob Reiner, uh, who also did Stand By Me, This Is Spinal Tap, and The Princess Bride, my number one favorite movie of all time, written by William Goldman, the genius who wrote The Princess Bride, as well as The Stepford Wives, and again, The Princess Bride, the book and the screenplay. Carly. I lost my shit. Carly, you know we're not talking about (laughs) Princess Bride today, right? That's uh, the joke's on you, Amy, because we're absolutely talking about The Princess Bride today, because we've got Rob Reiner and William Goldman and Carrie Elwes, so I don't know what to tell you. Oh, my God. This is a Princess Bride episode. No, I didn't even know it. <laughs> Surprise. <laughs> I mean, if the wheel wanted us to watch Princess Bride, it could have just said so. It's not on the wheel. <laughs> <laughs> I was so excited when I saw Rob Reiner's name pop up. And then when William Goldman's name popped up, I lost my shit. Yeah, I mean, I uh, I don't think I realized... That William Goldman wrote this, I knew, I knew Rob Reiner did Once Upon a Time, and it came back to mm-hmm. me as I was watching it. Um, although this oh, is, of course, it was it was based on the novel by Stephen King. I forgot to throw that well, in because I, mean, I was very enthused about the other thing. It should go without saying. Yeah, it should go without <laughs> saying. Oh, Tiffany's Proceed. here. Sorry, hi Tiffany. Happy birthday, hi Tiffany. <laughs> Happy birthday. <laughs> um. So I think that, um, so it it was surprising. I knew, you're so funny. Carly messaged me today and she's like, so I know we would probably (laughs) normally do Misery second, but can we do it first so I can intro it (laughs) and mention all of the Princess Bride stuff? And I was like, sure, whatever. It's I needed it. It's your, it's your day. (laughs) (laughs) I needed it. Um. Did you do the IMDb summary? Oh, nope, sure didn't. Oh, let's the do that IMDb first. The IMDb summary. <laughs> because I got so distracted. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, after a famous author is rescued from a car crash by a fan of his novels, he comes to realize that the care he is receiving is only the beginning of a nightmare of captivity and abuse. Dun, dun, dun. So I have... Pretty accurate. I've seen this movie... Very many times. And Mm -hmm. it's just as good the hundredth time as it is the first time. 
I'm on the edge of my seat. I know what's going to happen. Doesn't matter. Kathy Bates is a gosh darn treasure. I'm telling you. She is amazing she is in this movie. She is so amazing in this movie. <laughs> it had been a very long time since I've seen this movie. I actually think I watched this movie with my mom when I was little. And then oh. I probably like revisited again in high school. But I haven't seen it since. Oh. And I was. You were in for I a knew, treat. Yeah. Well, I like I knew like the major points, right, mm-hmm. that happen mm-hmm. along the way. But like there were a lot of little moments in between. I totally forgot that bunny from sex in the city is in this she plays the sheriff's wife and i was like it's bunny i totally wrote that down in my notepad that i forgot to grab that is not in front of me i was so excited um i forgot like the funny moments between the wife and the sheriff and um i just really forgot how i knew that kathy bates is amazing in this but like She's amazing. No, she's like, like she's amazing. so fucking good. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, she definitely. Um, I mean, when she won an Oscar for this, like, and obviously, yes, she was due to because her work in this is fantastic. Um, yeah, and she's the first woman to ever win um, best actress in a horror thriller film, like ever. Oh, that's awesome. And probably one of oh, the yeah, only. Kathy. I don't think there was that many anyway. And it was actually the only second Oscar win for a horror film. Previous to this, the only other one was Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde. And that was 1931. This is 1991. Oh my gosh. Two? 90, right? Dude. I think I just said it. I don't know. Yeah. But 90. still, like, that's crazy, right? That is quite a gap. She killed it. You really got to kill it, it in a horror film to, like, make it as in the Oscars. Mm-hmm. Yes, Jodie Foster came after Todd. Yep. Absolutely. There was some Silence of the Lambs wins, too, later on. But, yeah. Not that many, though. Really not no. that many. Um, many overlooked, but not that many. It's true. Nominated in one. <laughs> it's true. Um, So, I... I love this. This is one of my favorite Stephen King movies. Um, I love Rob Reiner a lot. Um, and Carl Reiner, by the way. I'm just like yeah. a Reiner family fan <laughs> in general. Um, They're amazing people. This is Spinal Tap is one of my all-time faves. Like, I love him. Um, and I... I don't know. Like, I think he does such a great job with this for someone who doesn't make horror movies. Um, I know he was really studying Hitchcock a lot. Um, and I think it helped him. I mean, he was definitely, there's so many like tension filled scenes. Um, not a lot of gore, not a lot of gruesomeness. And it's kind of got the thing where you think you're seeing a lot, but you're not. Um, the foot smashing scene. Yes. I was like, I cringed. Which in the book was supposed to be, was an axe, like she cut off his foot in the in the mm-hmm. book and they made it the hobbling with the sledgehammer in the movie because they thought it would be less gruesome. But I think arguably that's more gruesome. I kind of do too. Yeah. Just the idea of like her smashing his bones like freaks me, especially when he's already like, you see his feet when he falls out of the bed, yeah. like he's already pretty messed up questions for our peanut gallery which is worse chopping off someone's foot in a movie or that hobbling scene like 
which do you think is more gruesome? Because it's pretty bad. I mean, they don't even really show that much. It's just like the sound. Yikes. The sound. And I think you see like it like going over his foot or something. Mm. Mm. Ouch. But Stephen King loved Kathy Bates's performance so much that he like legit wrote Dolores Claiborne just for her. Have you ever seen? It's amazing. Have you ever seen Dolores Claiborne? Again, that was one that I've seen, but like it was a long time ago. Yeah. But I remember her in it. Yeah, she's great in that too. She's great in everything, let's be real. She's just kind of amazing in everything she does. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. She's flawless. How do you feel about James Caan in this? Are you a James Caan fan? I think he does a good job in this. Um, I feel like he is a lot more chill than I would be. <laughs> um, <laughs> sure. I feel I feel like he handles it like and handles himself very well. Um, there are a few moments where I feel like I want him to be more stressed out, um, but he, you know. Made a choice. He stuck with it. Um, but he's a great actor. Just in general, he's done some amazing things. Yeah, he is a little more chill as a character than I think I would be, too. Um, I don't think he did a bad job in this, but I wonder if someone else might have done a better job. I can see that. Um, there's a lot of things that are happening that I feel like other actors and I don't know if it's just like with the progression of like time but like where you can kind of see them figuring it out and like being more placating where it's like you know you know how they get there you know what I mean yeah. I don't know if like what I'm saying makes sense sure. but um I can see that it would definitely be a, a different performance I could see someone else playing that character whereas I couldn't see anybody else playing uh kathy bates character so you know how we just talked about the dead zone and then we had that little factoid that bill murray was gonna be might was was may have played um yes that role so apparently bill murray was also up to pay to play (laughs) paul sheldon and i wonder if that's just because like stephen king has a thing for bill murray as he should by the way I mean, he totally should. I, uh, <laughs> but I don't know if I could see Bill Murray in this. I can't role. see Bill Murray. I think he's too sassy. Yeah, <laughs> way too sassy. He's too sassy. <laughs> it's true. It's true. Um, oh my god, we have some <laughs> some names up here. Todd says Tom Hanks. Alex says Richard Dreyfus. Black Cat says Richard Nick Dreyfuss. Cage. <laughs> Nick Cage. <laughs> no, throw him in everything. <laughs> Just put him in everything. <laughs> I could hundred. I could. Just, I could definitely see Richard. Dreyfuss. I could totally see Richard Dreyfus. I don't know about Tom Hanks. It's it's a I, very. I mean, I would think it's a very difficult role to play. Yeah, I think so. You know, because there's not a lot. I think honestly, I think James Conn does all right. I think the interesting part of like I I didn't read this novel. I haven't read very many Stephen King novels, to be honest. Um, but I know that in the novel, um, James Kahn's character, I, can't, I don't have my notes, you guys. I left it in the other room. <laughs> I, don't 
names. Uh, his character um, was supposed to be have a substance abuse problem and was like just getting it under control when he finished the novel. And so when she was pushing pills down his throat, that was supposed to like oh. really fuck with his sobriety and he gets addicted to them again. I mean, that would have just added a whole nother layer. Paul. Thank you, Ryan. That's his name. Paul. Ryan's oh, my assistant today. Paul and Annie <laughs> it's really, are it's really our two helping main characters. <laughs> oh. Um, but yeah, I I think that would have like, how long is this movie? It's like an hour 45, I think. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Um, I think that that would have just added another layer that would have just like pushed that time out. Sure. Right? Yeah. Um, so it makes sense that they cut out that little detail, but I would absolutely, I haven't read this book. No, either. I think they absolutely um, made the right choice in leaving that out because I don't, it would have been too much. Yeah. This is already like a lot, but it works. Yeah. The pacing's good. I like all my characters. So this sheriff, by the way. Can we? I was so sad when he just got just <laughs> obliterated it by that shotgun. It is the saddest character of all time. He is Because then I was like, what about Bunny? He is the sweetest old man in the universe oh. and I love him. And his name is Buster. <sighs> Gosh. Stop it. Sheriff Buster. Sheriff Buster's the best. He's everything he in that is. town. He takes care of oh everything. Oh my goodness. <laughs> oh Buster. Oh my heart. Oh. Buster. Such a good, such a good man, good red-blooded American. You know, he he is, <laughs> he is. Oh, oh, Michael Douglas. That's not a bad. It's not a bad one. <laughs> Charlie says Buster and Bunny. Oh my God, that's right, Buster Bunny. Yes, <laughs> that's funny. Was Tiny Tunes out yet? Oh, I don't think I don't think so. Maybe her name was Virginia. But it's Bunny from mean? Sex in the City. The wife. Oh, yeah. Her name in the movie is Virginia. Oh, that makes sense. I'm drinking. Did yeah. I mention I'm drinking wine? Drinking wine. <laughs> and I don't have my notes. I'm totally lost. Hank, go fetch my notes. It. I don't think I taught I ever taught my dog how to do that. It's next up. Can we next up on um, the training horizon? <laughs> can we talk about misery the pig? Of course we can, because because I spent way too much time Googling about this pig, and I came up with nothing. (laughs) So please. Um, So I think that was the pig's actual name, because when I looked it up on IMDb, it said Self (laughs) next to Misery the Pig, played by Self. So I think her name was actually Misery. Oh, that's good. weird though right yeah i'm just i'm trying to there was okay so when james paul james con is flipping through this memory book he like comes across an article about the pig but i don't know what the fuck it is and i like tried looking it up and i couldn't find it i should have just freeze framed on it so i could read it you should have i'm a bad podcast host what do you want from me (laughs) can i read you Misery the Pig's mini bio. Please. Misery the Pig rates highly as one of the best, most charming, and natural porcine thespians to ever grace the screen. 
big, round, and brown, but still quite pretty and appealing just the same. Wow. She gave an absolutely convincing and masterful performance Yikes. as herself in the outstanding 1990 Stephen King adaptation, Misery. Alas, this picture proved to be Misery's sole foray oh. into feature film acting. It's too bad. 10 out of 10. <laughs> She has her own picture and everything. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I love Peggy's. So cute. So when I was writing notes, and I remember this from memory again, because I don't have my notes in front of Did I mention I don't have my notes? I don't have my notes. Say it again. Uh, <laughs> guys, I don't have my notes. But I was doing like a rating, like scale of one to 10. How creepy is Kathy Bates being? You know? beginning she's obviously at a lower level but very quickly i got up to an eight and i know it got much worse than that so i was kind of at a loss where i just like stopped at like 10 but i wanted to go up to like 20 you know what i mean because it just like you think like 10 is the worst and you I was thinking, you know, she grabbed this barbecue and made him burn his own book. And <laughs> I was thinking, like, that's like an eight, right? It should be like a 20, but it gets so much worse. It's really hard to have a sliding scale of Kathy Bates craziness in this movie because it gets so bad. It's so creepy to me after she makes him burn his book. And then, like, as the ashes are flying up, she's like, oh, gosh, oh, Ooh wee! <laughs> like she's like making the weirdest noises while she's trying to well, like. Well, she doesn't want make her sure. curtains to set on fire, Carly. That would not be appropriate. I was like, put the fucking lid on the thing. <laughs> it's right there. No, it's, they, it needs to finish burning first. But she throws water on it right afterwards. It's true. It's, it's true. How heartbreaking is that? Oh my god, his poor face oh. when he when he does it. Oh, he's like, I can't even. I can't even look at that. Mm. Heartbreaking. This movie is like, and then when he gets out and he sees the phone and then it's a fake phone. How do we feel about the fake phone, everybody? Because I don't know about you. I don't have a fake phone in my house. I don't have a phone, period, right, in my right, house right, except for right. my cell phone. Right. But if you did, I guess it would be a fake phone because it's not like it's a human. facade. <laughs> but in 1990... No one had a fake phone, right? That's a crazy no, thing to but do. I'm, it's like she wanted him to get out and just think that he had. I mean, that messes with the story a little bit. I feel like they did that for the movie, obviously. I, I doubt that was in the book. But at the same time, it kind of almost takes away from what's happening in the book. Do you know what I mean? Like, I think it it raises the tension a little bit. But ultimately, story-wise, it doesn't really make sense that she would have a fake phone. I think she's been planning this, obviously, like, sure. if he, if she's been stalking him. And so I feel like maybe, like, there's a chance that the phone was real, but she just took out the inner workings just to... Just in case, you know? Because, like, she probably doesn't call anybody because she I mean, she could have just taken is. out the cord and hit it. But she like that's true. Legit took but the she, guts out of this phone. 
Yeah, because I don't know. She's crazy. <laughs> Can we just but she blame also everything likes on that? everything in its place. Yeah. So like she couldn't just take the phone out altogether. You know what I mean? Why? Like she wants she still needs that there. Why? Because she's crazy and her penguin points due south and she knows that. <laughs> That's point due south. <laughs> very important. That's where the penguin goes. I mean, he was very careful when he touched things to put them back. He just kind of missed that one, huh? When I saw he dropped it back, it. I was like, oh, no, he fucked up. Yeah. That's going to come back at him. Yeah, totally. Yeah, it didn't work out so good. Or when he was trying to get through the kitchen. I was kitchen very door. nervous for him hitting everything. Dude, and every time they showed his, like, legs and his feet, I was like, oh, that looks so awful. No way something didn't get amputated. Yikes. Well, apparently it didn't. In the book, it did. Well, in the book, but that's because she did that. <laughs> oh man so this movie i think someday i'd love to do like a stephen king movie ranking we do a few more there can't be that many more i feel like we've done so many lately we have i feel like it's like all been within like the past year i mean i think there's some that aren't good that we didn't do <laughs> but like graveyard shift oh there's still time. Yeah. <laughs> it's true. It's true. <laughs> but I really love this one. Um, really great adaptation. I say that not watched reading the movie or reading the book again. Um, but I think, you know, it works really well. So I would imagine that this is probably a pretty good adaptation. <laughs> I think so. I mean, especially if Stephen King was happy with it. Yeah, he, he absolutely was. This was one so. of the ones he was... He was into 50. Ryan's saying there's 50 film. I can't, I guess we have to do a few more. Oh my gosh. Oops. But just think about it. In like the past two months, we did Dr. Sleep. We did The Dead Zone. We did Misery. We did another one too. In 80s, we were uh, Maximum Overdrive. Well, that wasn't a novel. That was That's just true. him directing. But that it. was a Stephen but King. But we can play. count it. We can count it. We've done a lot recently basically a Stephen King podcast at this point. Basically. Basically. All right. That's so many adaptations. So many. <laughs> okay, maybe we won't get there for a while. <laughs> It'll be a minute. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Gush. I just said gush. Oh my gosh. So um, <laughs> my consensus is if it's been a while since you've checked this movie out, I 100% recommend you checking it out again. Absolutely. Because it's fantastic. I think this is just one where you can revisit it as often as you like and it doesn't take anything away from it. I concur. Like I said, I've seen it a lot. Okay. Are we ready to move on? Yes. Yes? I think so. Okay. I'm down. Let's do it. Okay. Uh, What's next? Well, next up, Carly, thanks for asking, is Bram Stoker's Dracula from 1992. It's directed by Francis Ford Coppola. If you've never heard that name, uh, it's because you've been living under a rock, probably. Right? Yeah. Do you know? I think that's safe to say. Okay. Godfather, Apocalypse Now, yada, yada, yada. Written by James V. Hart, who wrote Hook and Muppet Treasure Island. So obviously a great fit with these two. <laughs> a dynamic duo if I ever saw one. And yet it makes very good sense 
We'll get to that in a minute. The IMDb summary is the centuries-old vampire Count Dracula comes to England to seduce his barrister, Jonathan Harker's fiance, Mina Murray, and inflict havoc in a foreign land. <sighs> so, I haven't seen this in quite a while. <laughs> Same. And I think I'm just as perplexed now as I was the first time I saw it. The only thing, maybe more, I think I might have been more perplexed this time. This movie won awards, right? I have no like, idea. Like, this won awards. Both of these films won awards. I mean, th that one makes sense, right? <sighs> Oops. Okay, so I know for a fact that it won for costumes, which is fair. Here, I'm going to look it up. But My while I look it up, Carly, why don't you me. tell me how you feel about Dracula? So remember how I told you that I had never seen it all the way through? Yes. So I think I have. It's just all over the place that I thought that I didn't. Sure, sure, sure. Um, so there were so many things happening. There were so many people that popped up. There was so much crazy shit going on um, that I guess I just assumed that I'd never seen it all the way through. Right. This movie is wild. <laughs> uh, it really is. There's like... And why is um, Keanu the only one who's like so shows signs of aging? Is what I want to know. <laughs> His hair is weirdly gray sometimes. Yeah, which was perplexing. There's a lot of weird things that are happening in this movie that don't connect for me. That don't make sense. Everyone for is me. just constantly having orgasms. <laughs> well, that makes sense. <laughs> around Dracula. <laughs> There's just this is a this is a movie that was made. <laughs> Correct. It was a movie <laughs> that was made. Okay, so it won best costume design Oscar. It won best effects okay. and sound effects editing. It won best makeup. It was nominated for best art direction and set direction. I'm sorry, set decoration. Um, it, did it win BAFTAs? It was nominated for some BAFTAs. It won some 2020 awards, some horror awards. Okay, I mean, that makes sense if it was mostly for set, for, um, costume. Yeah. That, that all makes sense to me. I can accept it. I think what it won for, it should have won for. All right. Mm -hmm. No, I'm not. No one here is complaining about the set design or the makeup or the effects. No, it was beautiful. This movie's beautiful. No, it's absolutely gorgeous. It's stunning. I don't know that it makes sense, but I'm, I'm still here for it, guys. It makes no sense. I'm still here for it because of those things. I was things. so entertained, though. Um, I love the makeup, like the Gary Oldman changing makeup. But someone please explain to me the ape thing. The ape wolf thing. I got, I've got nothing for you. <laughs> Legitimately nothing. Is he? I thought I missed something. Is he that ape that's having sex with... I don't have my notes, guys. Lucy. Lucy? <laughs> Thank you. You're welcome. 
Did I mention I, I don't, don't have my notes? No, oh. because he's definitely he's that guy that thing is definitely a wolf, but then when we see him later with Lucy, he's this weird bat man creature. He ch- I mean, which I think super that weird. They, I think that Dracula is supposed to be somewhat of a shapeshifter. Yes. But he turns into mice. They do they do a good job of showing some of his shapeshifting into mm-hmm. things like mice and mist and bat. <laughs> when he's like got the fire and he's like, he can be mist. <laughs> he's like trying to get the air. Yes. But That's funny. What is this? Is it an ape or a wolf? See, that's what I was really confused about because I was like, okay, well, that is a werewolf. Right, right, right. Um, But she is now a vampire. Right. So I think that's him. Right, okay. I mean, there was a part where he was like having, I don't want to say sex because it's obviously some sort of rape, which is not okay. But when that's happening, he like... There's like a face over his face, but I couldn't tell whose face it was. And at first I was like, wait, is that Keanu? (laughs) Keanu's a wolf now. Is Keanu a wolf now somehow? Or like, because he kind of looks like a wolf, but he also kind of looks like an ape. That's why I keep calling him an ape. I think the the head says wolf, the body says ape. Got it. Yeah, I think that's right. I think that's right. Yeah. Yeah, I concur. I concur. Because he has like pectorals. But then there and is abs. a wolf, but the wolf is not related to the yeah, wolf a, he becomes. So it's like a no. wolf that's his friend, and then another wolf. Because like Dracula can is can talk to animals, <laughs> I guess is what it's teaching me, and he can say, "Hey, wolf, calm down, chill, wolf, don't attack Mina, right? Be nice, so I can impress her Be with my moves. A good pup. Be a good yeah. little pup." Yeah. Yeah. I don't know, Carly. <laughs> this story doesn't make a whole lot of sense. This movie is a ride, and Tom Waits as Renfield is the only thing that makes sense to me in this movie, so, which is wild. I'm a I'm a Tom Waits fan. Yeah. Musically. Yeah. Uh <laughs> and I think when I first saw this I was young, so like I didn't know who Tom Waits was when I was in high school, but I do now. So, like, when I was watching it, I was like, wait, hold the phone. Is that Tom Waits? Because. Sure is. Holy shit. Where did you come from? But he does a great job. He does a great job. He does a much better job than Keanu Reeves. Oh, Keanu. Come on. I can't talk. I can't talk about Keanu. You have to. I can't. And you're going to do it right now. I can't do it. I love that man. You can love that man. But even he recognizes he did a bad job in this movie. So it's he had okay. A super silly accent. But you know what? Nobody had a great you accent. You know what? Captain Carly, you are the queen <laughs> of calling bullshit on accents. You cannot oh, give man. Keanu a pass in this movie. I you ha- cannot. I will not allow it. He is an angel. No. <laughs> <laughs> Bitch, you cannot do this. No. He did have a weird, wild wig, though. Um, Wait, okay. So you're gonna you <laughs> so you're giving him a pass on the wig. You're not giving him a pass on the wig, but you're giving him a pass on the accent. 
Did you see how bizarre and weirdly different shades of silver and gray it was at the end? Because I sure did. So, and I was like, why is he aged 50 years and everybody else is the same? the wigs that were produced for this film were like hand-woven, like professional, amazing wigs. So did you have an actual reason with his wig or did you have a problem with the color of his wig? Nobody's wigs bothered me. Uh, they were beautiful. Yes. They're beautiful wigs. Yes. But Keanu's... I don't know if it was a wig or if it was like genuinely that they just like spray painted his hair because that's what it looked like. It looked like Keanu Reeves' 1990 hair spray painted silver sometimes. Well, I think that maybe is it like maybe a Nightmare on Elm Street thing where like he's stressed out and freaked out and that causes graying, premature graying. So that's what I thought. I mean, his wife did just become a vampire. And he has to battle well, a vampire. He, he, but it was before that. I think it was Gray when they got married. Yeah, but he already knew he was going to have to battle a vampire. No, I, I understand that. Sure, I'm not worried about the grayness. That was a choice okay. they made. All right, it all right. great. Okay. The thing is, is that it's different shades of gray, <laughs> like from one scene to the next, or not even from one. No, scene, it progressively from one cut gets to the worse. Next. It progressively gets more gray. Not from the scene, yes. from the cut. One cut. What? So Are you serious? Scene, For real? Different cuts. I, I yeah. didn't notice that. It, it, but like, really, that should not be then... your complaint with Keanu Reeves because <laughs> <laughs> that is like a minor thing in comparison to is like it? literally everything else he's doing in this movie. Look, this movie is all sorts. Of, like that is one out of many things that's happening in this movie film. Um it's it is it's a thing it's i don't know i got nothing keanu reeves says he's not happy with his work on this film he says he was exhausted from making several movies and he just like didn't have anything left for this one it's okay keanu (laughs) but even even uh francis for coppola was like "Mm, i question that decision he was looking for a young hot star of keanu yeah. Well, he found one. I think that he he could have easily found another young hot star that wasn't Keanu to play that role a little bit better. This was in 92. It wasn't that much different than Bill and Ted's. <laughs> Bill and Ted's <laughs> with Ouch. a slightly British accent. <laughs> Ouch. More Bill and Ted's accent than British accent. Keanu Reeves has done a lot of stuff. Carly, he's not that great of an actor. I don't I don't know no, why no. people I, I, I think he is like a great he seems like a wonderful human, but like his acting, I have never seen him in anything and thought, wow, what a great acting performance by Keanu Reeves. Speed. Come I on. I loved him in speed. You Jack watch Traven. speed and you go, wow. Every day. What a great Acting performance by Keanu Reeves. I didn't say wow. I don't think there's some people that I don't think need to be amazing actors. I think I think Keanu is one of them. Yeah, because you think he's hot, which is fine. He he also did Dangerous Liaisons. I've seen that movie, uh-huh. but I don't remember him in it. Must have been a truly groundbreaking performance if you can't remember him in it. I just don't know which person he played. <laughs> 
when you're up against you know what? Glenn Close and he's John Malkovich. Great in Bill and Ted's. He's great in Point Break. I know I see that coming up in our chat a lot. He's great in Point Break because you know what? What does it matter if he's great actually in Point Break or not? He's great in The Matrix because he doesn't actually have to have a personality in The Matrix. I like don't understand why people like him otherwise. Like again, I think it's a human. Wonderful. Love him. I'll watch him in interviews. It's great. John Wick. I've never seen. I've never seen. Speed. I've never seen John Wick because I don't care about Keanu Reeves. Sorry. I love him. All right. Anyway, this is the absolute wrong role for him. (laughs) But Winona Ryder is great. I love her. I think she does a great job in this. She does. And she shortly after this did uh, Young Women. Young Little Women. Little Women. The littlest of women. The littlest of young women. Joe March. <laughs> this is why I need my notes, you guys. <laughs> Joe March. Uh, I love her in basically like everything. That I she love does. Little Women. I don't know why it's I so said good. Young. I read the youngest of I women. I read the novel. I've seen the movies. Yet I still say things like Young Women. It's the thing I do. Um, that was like a perfect movie. Everything about it was amazing. Christian Bale, all of the sisters. Yes. God, I love that movie. Do you think that Bram Stoker's Dracula is a perfect movie? Nope. Okay. But it's fun. It is. Is it? It's a ride. It's beautiful. It is beautiful. It's stunning to look at. I don't know. I enjoyed myself watching it and just being like, what the fuck? I mean, as a love story, it's kind of nice. It is. It has its romantic moments. Okay. I think at the end, it's kind of beautiful. Like... When he allows her to kill him. <laughs> Is that beautiful? Well, I think that when she becomes a vampire, it's you can realize that her love for him is a true love. She's not under I his spell sh- really anymore. See, I wasn't sure if it was a spell or if, because it seemed kind of like it I was. mean, it's like a sexual awakening, right? When she meets him. Kind of. But he hypnotizes people. He does, he did the but same did thing he hypnotize her? I don't think he did. I kind of think he did because he, I, I, I don't know. That's how it read to me. Yeah. But maybe he didn't. I don't know. We don't know if he did or not. We'll never but know. But I think at the end, we we're supposed to realize that maybe he didn't. Or if he did, like it's at that point, Nolan Boyd, and she did actually love him. I loved how he showed her, like, his memories of Elizabeta or whatever her name is. Yeah. And she's like, oh, she's me. And then those memories became her memories. And it was like he got his love back. Mm-hmm. It's a very romantic movie. It's sweet. But, yeah, it's not, it's not great. It's not great. What did what did Justin say about this movie <laughs> when you posted about Patreon? He said something about it just being. Like, oh yeah, he posted. Like, I think one of the most accurate things I've ever heard in my life. Let me look. <laughs> I don't remember what it was word it for word. And with Justin, you have to quote word for word. Dracula is such a powerfully horny film. <laughs> Facts. It yep. should be on the cover of the DVD. <laughs> Justin Lore. <laughs> I'd buy it. Yeah. Um, this is not my favorite vampire story. 
Uh, not even close. But it is probably one of the most beautiful cinematically. I like how all the special effects were practical effects. There wasn't hardly any uh, effects that weren't in camera. Um, and that I appreciate. They did things like close the room in, like close the walls in, like when during the shaving scene. They like physically move the walls in to like add to the claustrophobic feeling. Um, That's cool. And it's pretty cool. Like a lot of the things they did, I think just like story wise and like some of these really just Keanu Reeves. You know what? It's kind of like, (laughs) you know, that movie Les Mis (laughs) that came out. I do. Like six years ago. (laughs) Ish. Ish. Uh, it's like that where like all the actors are really pulling their weight, and then there's what's his face. <laughs> oh, poor guy! He did his best. Did he? Yes, Russell Crowe. <laughs> That's his name. Russell. Yikes! Yikes! Keanu Reeves is to Bram Stoker's Dracula as Russell Crowe is to Lamez. Sorry, it's true. Everyone else is doing great. What are you doing? Sleeping? Sleeping on the job. Well, but I think Russell Crowe did his best, whereas clearly Keanu did not. <laughs> supposedly. Does it matter? Does effort matter? You know who did do the that best? The end result is the same. Carrie Elwes. <laughs> Lord Arthur Holmwood. Right. Light of my life. Uh-huh. Beautiful human. Yeah, he did great. He did great. One of my favorite parts of this movie was when... Um, Lucy is like full vampire in her wedding dress and she turns around, she throws the baby down. <laughs> like they're like, oh my God. And they grab the baby. And then she's like seducing him and he's like super into it. He like falls to his knees and then Anthony Hopkins walks right in front of them. And Carrie always is just staring at Anthony Hopkins' ass. And it just made me laugh. <laughs> so hard i could not contain myself and that i feel like is just the whole experience that i had with this movie where i was just weird moments of me laughing at weird things that were happening on the screen in front of me i'm glad you brought up anthony hopkins because without my notes i probably would have forgotten but i really want to talk about anthony hopkins in this movie what the fuck man i don't understand what they did with van helsing in this movie who is he supposed to? I mean, I know he's supposed to be Van Helsing, but like in what world? <laughs> what Van Helsing is like, this that's that I'm such seeing? A weird, I, like, he did, like he did fine. Like he's Anthony Hopkins. Obviously, he didn't do a bad job. But like, no. what is this character? Like what version of Van Helsing is this? He's like <sighs> disgusting, making inappropriate jokes. He's like Sheldon from <laughs> Big Bang Theory. He's like making out with Mina. He doesn't for no understand reason. social cues. <laughs> And There's so much weird stuff going on. What is he with him? I don't. There doesn't need to be. He could be a very straightforward and dry character. We don't need an interesting Van Helsing. There's enough going on. He, I would. I don't know. Like when he came on, I heard them say like, "Oh, Van Doctor Van Helsing," and I was like, "Is he really supposed to be Van Helsing? Because this is a wild version of I Van Helsing." I don't like this version of Van Helsing. I do not I've like. I've seen this enough version. movies with Van Helsing characters that I know that this is strange. <laughs> this is not it. <laughs> this is not this is it. Very weird. And I'm all I'm all up for interpretation of a character, but this seems like a completely different character to me. Like. 
It does. It didn't seem yeah. like Van Helsing at all. I was very confused. Yeah. Making it a, like, just not having any kind he of He was sense. gross. Yeah, he was gross. Why was he so gross? What was with him and Mina? I don't understand. It freaked me out. I hated it. I hated it, too. Ew, Anthony Hopkins is, like, three times her age. It made me so worried. She was, like, 19 when she filmed this. It really grossed no. me out. Mm-mm. There's a lot of uncomfortableness with all that. I mean, Oldman is like 30 when he filmed this. It's a little bit icky. <laughs> it's so icky. I mean, I get it for the time that it makes sense, but like, I don't know. It still feels a little icky. Anyway. Uh, no, Todd. Okay, so Todd is saying that Mina becomes a vampire. She's exerting sexual control over him. Sure, but what happens at the beginning when he's, like, grabbing her? Yeah. No. No. It's weird. Mm. And, like, dancing with her and then being like, go see your friend. And she's like, what the fuck and just you're happened? And I'm and like, you're I don't know what just happened. And why? Why? Why is that happening? Van Helsing's not supposed to be doing this shit. No, it's so weird. I don't like it. I don't like it. This is I am obsessed that um, Winona Ryder, though, texts Keanu, hello, husband, because they might actually be married. Yeah, in real life, they might actually be married. <laughs> Which is adorable. They got married at a Greek Orthodox church during the shoot and then realized afterwards that it might have been real. <laughs> but I mean, they didn't sign anything, so it's not like government official, but it could right, be considered right, right. spiritually official. They're spiritually married. Yeah. <laughs> Good for him. So Good for her. Now she texts him, hello, husband, and that's their thing. It's adorable. Cute. Cute, cute, cute. Okay. I don't know if I have anything else to say about it. Like, I think we kind of covered it all. But thank you for bringing up the Anthony Hopkins thing because... You're welcome. I would have forgotten to talk about that because it was strange to me. <laughs> it was really weird. I'm glad that you thought so too because I was like I don't understand I don't understand this character it's so weird and complex it for felt such so short uncomfortable. screen time yeah like Keanu Reeves character isn't even that complex and he's arguably a bigger character supposed to be well, was he I mean he they, they probably had about the same screen time that's probably true yeah. all right all right hey peanut gallery Feel free to shout out any questions or if you have any topics you want us to discuss. We're going to move on and talk about some movies we've been watching and stuffs. Oh, God. I don't even remember. Yes, you do. Let's talk about it. Moto oh, the movie. That's not the right song. Were you expecting me to do the right one? It's close enough. <laughs> Y'all ready for this? She's singing. <laughs> that was real funny. It reminded me, I just watched this like thing uh, of this little girl being like, this is my jam. And she's like dancing. And then the dad's like, oh, I love this song. And she's like, dad, sing it. And he sings like the totally wrong song. And then she's there in the car. She's like, looks at him and she's like, no, and she turns the thing down, and she buckles her seatbelt, and she's like, "Let's go." <laughs> He's like, "It translates much better." I'll send it to you. <laughs> go ahead, post the link. Um, Mortal Kombat. Yeah, though. Yeah, I 
I want to hear your thoughts. I have watched it. But have thoughts. I watched it on HBO Max, and I'm glad I did. Um, so I would love to hear your thoughts, because you went to the theater to see it, right? Oh, I did, and I'm so happy I did. This was a great <laughs> movie to see in theaters. Um, it was very in my face. The I loved the martial arts. Okay. I I loved I loved the first half of this movie mm-hmm. a lot. Sure, sure. Um I feel like the writers are unclear as to what Mortal Kombat the game is about because I was very much missing the tournament. Right. <laughs> oh wait, did you want to see was, a tournament in Mortal Kombat? I kept waiting for it to happen and it never came and I was like this movie is going to be so long once we get to the tournament. <laughs> and, then, <laughs> and then it never happened. And they're like, that's the next movie, Carly. And I was I like, mean, why couldn't we have a tournament? I was like, but this is Mortal Kombat. Why? I don't under- I still don't understand why we didn't get a tournament in this movie. It hurt it me. It doesn't affect the storyline at all it could have still just been a tournament it wouldn't have mattered no it would have probably it would have made more sense for me in my it would have made more sense for everybody because it's mortal (laughs) Kombat, and that's the whole fucking point of mortal Kombat. i was like what's happening here look i was in on the first 20 minutes of this movie after that i was like what the fuck (laughs) it was so close (laughs) To do well. Like, all right. All right. We're getting, you know, we're getting some backstory. Sure. We're figuring out how to get Earthrealm, sure. like, you know, uh, up and running. Mm-hmm. And then I was like, we're still not there yet. I think they could have, that weird half where they're trying to get outer worlds of, to kill all the Earthrealm people. Why couldn't that have just been a, the tournament part? You know what I mean? Yeah. 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 And I for me personally like Cole wasn't super interesting. No. Um and so like then we had our like penultimate situation with Sub-Zero and Scorpion fighting each other which like I was totally there for. And then when we had like Cole come in and like help, I was like or I could just watch these two amazing <laughs> people fight each other. It needed more Scorpion. It yeah. I needed more. Get over here. Yeah, absolutely. I did I like the, uh, what's his name, Raiden? No, it wasn't Raiden. No, it was, it was um, they're my favorite. The Kung Lao and yeah. uh, Liu Kang were my favorite characters. Yeah, when the I th- hat, I think he put the hat in the ground and mm-hmm. did the flawless victory, the that was the best part of the whole movie. It was. I loved it. They were, they, those two were my favorite characters. Yeah. And I think that, um, I could watch a movie just with that. So I want to re-watch the original Mortal Kombat just to see which I like better. Because I think I might like the original better than this. I do. I do. Yeah. I love the original. Yeah. <laughs> this is it's pretty bad. It's pretty uh I wouldn't say bad. I still had fun I with would. it. I still really <laughs> liked it. And I like that it exists. Um I watched it again and I liked it. Um and I I do want I would watch another one is what I'm saying all right okay it's uh something but the original is better I'll have to rewatch it because I really don't remember it it's been a really long time since I've seen it hey guess what there's a tournament so (laughs) I do remember that isn't there a boat that likes that like brings them there 
Yeah. Yeah. I remember that part, too. I remember them, like, fighting in the woods and shit. Like, I remember parts of it. I don't remember the plot, and I think maybe there wasn't a plot. Does there need to be? They get to the tournament. Sure. The plot is the tournament. (laughs) It's all about the tournament. It is. That's what I want to (laughs) see. Literally all it's about. That's it. (laughs) Yeah, it was... was, uh, I mean, I watched... I think because the beginning is sets it up to be good. That oh, the beginning is so strong. They shouldn't have made the beginning so good. <laughs> I think it would have been better if they didn't make the beginning so good. Because it does not stand up to the beginning. Yeah. Which is weird. It's weird to say, but it's true. The beginning was great. All the fight scenes. All, I think all, all the fight scenes were great. Yeah, they were. They were great. Okay. That's all I got. Did you watch anything else? Yeah, probably. I don't remember. <laughs> that you remember or <laughs> no? I guess not. Okay. I had to have though. That's stupid. Oh, you know what I've been weirdly watching? What? A lot of documentaries. Oh. Um okay. I watched the Sasquatch documentary, <laughs> which I really liked. You should watch it. It's like okay. a weird Okay, it sounds ridiculous when you're like, I watched the Sasquatch documentary, but it's um more of a true crime documentary. Okay. And there's three episodes and they're very captivating and I suggest you watch it. All right. Um, Where is that playing? HBO. And or no, just kidding. Hulu. Hulu and it's called Sasquatch. Sasquatch. Yeah, that one. <sighs> Sasquatch. <laughs> yes. Guys. All right. Charlie, are you? Charlie's give, giving me a hard time because I didn't take notes. I did take notes. I just didn't. She did. I just didn't bring them in the room with me. <laughs> exactly. If we but weren't live, I would have gotten up and gotten them. But that's fine. It's it's fine. It's fine. Do you guys have any questions, by the way? Peanut Gallery, shout them out. Yeah. Oh, the Duplass brothers did Sasquatch. That'll get you oh, interested. I like that. Yeah. They didn't like do it. They're not. They produced it. That's cool. Yeah. It's good. Thank you. Alex is, says, don't tell her, Alex. Oh my don't read that. Oh, I did. I already read it. Damn it. Spoiler alert. <laughs> Spoiler alert, Ryan. All right. No, that was Alex. Alex, sorry. Okay. Sorry to call you out. That was shitty. It's fine. I should have just let Ryan take the fall. Listen. Listen. I insist <laughs> that you call me out. How about that? <laughs> no, Alex. I called Alex oh. out. Oh. I thought you called me out. That's okay. I'm Would getting never. the wheel up, by the way. I'm not, like, texting right now. <laughs> You can text. This is... I can't, actually. I'm recording and I'm a professional, Carly. I don't know if you know this, She's but I'm a actually a professional. professional podcaster. So Very. The most professional. Well, I wouldn't say I'm the most professional, but I am a professional. Oh, so. Alex, I've been wanting to watch that. What? Uh, the new Kate Winslet murder mystery on HBO. Is that what it's called? Yes. <laughs> no. No, it's not. Oh. Ryan, why don't you tell us what it's called? Because I don't remember. <laughs> Ryan has been legit acting as like an assistant today, and I really appreciate that about him. Okay, I'm going to get rid of Bram Stoker, and I'm going to get rid of Misery on the wheel. Mare of Easttown. There he is. Oh, my God. The wheel through. does not have a lot on it right now. We need to update it. Okay. I'll go through and add some but stuff. There is some very interesting things happening on here right now. I'm ready okay. with um, the the things that I need. 
You got your you got your website up that tells you where things are playing? Yes, I do. Okay. Here, I'm going to hit spin. Okay. Let's spin the Please spin. Synchronic. <gasps> okay. 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 That's on Netflix, right? Girl, I don't know. Yes, it is. Okay. Yes, it is. Okay. Here we go. I had to Ooh. turn my volume up because it was a little quiet. Okay. I'm going to spin one more time. Spin it again. They reach. They reach? They reach. Okay, from 2020, streaming on Prime Video. I don't know what this is. I don't either. Cool. (laughs) That's a good thing. It is. It is. I think so. That's sweet. We have two new er releases. Um, So this is on Prime Video, Vudu, and Tubby TV, because I won't stop. (gasps) Ooh, Tubby. Won't stop, don't stop. Won't stop, don't stop. Don't stop, won't stop. They reach. Yes, Black Cat. They reach. Correct. From 2020. They. Charlie asked who? They. They. Don't know who. We'll have to watch to find out. Mayor of Easttown is the one with... Kate. Kate. Okay. We don't know what they're reaching for. We're going to have to watch the movie to find out, Charlie. They're reaching for a possessed tape player. (laughs) In the poster, yes. So that's exciting. I mean, I've been wanting to see Synchronic. So that'll be exciting. And I have no idea what they reach is. So that'll be fun, too. I'm excited. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. All right. That's it for this episode, then? Yeah. All right. Well, until next week, I'm Amy. And I'm Carly. Mm -hmm. Bye. Bye. Oh, I'm so off key. (laughs) Killed it.